Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, oh boy, the number one fuckboy. The number one fuckboy. All you gotta do is trust me. The number one fuckboy, Johnny G. Joining me as always in the High and Mighty Studios, my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabers. Arthur, give me a shout out. Nothing. Arthur is currently living with his mother. No, I'm just kidding. Sounds like a divorce. My wife is working from home, which means Arthur will not be hanging out with me. But you know who will be hanging out with me? King of Segways. Ah, in the high in my studios for the first time. Someone I've known now for 14, 15 years or something insane like that. Guys, debut album out now. We got Kara Clank in Hello. the studios. Oh, John Gabris. I'm <laughs> so happy shit. to be here. I'm completely out of breath. <laughs> Winded. That's he, that's what he commits to you, listeners. Yeah. Also, we stopped down for seven minutes after I did my intro, and we're just starting again. I'm still gassed. <laughs> I'll edit all that out, all that heavy breathing. <laughs> Clank, how long have we known each other? Honestly, it was... I feel like we met in like 2007 or something, yeah. or, or six. Even, I mean, I met when yeah. I got my first TV writing job from Chris DeLuca. Yeah. And you were also working at that production right. company. Right. I think we did VGAs in like two, 07 or 08. I mean, like, it's been a long time. Yeah. yeah it's, it's been, been a long, long time. Long, long. Yeah. Like, it's, I've been doing stand up 10 years, but I knew you before yeah, I did stand up. Yeah. Stand-up. I knew you when you were talking yeah. about getting into it. I was like, should I do it? <laughs> I was like, trust me, look, I'm making $150 a day over here. <laughs> <laughs> we were so rich. Um, yeah. Uh, those were the days. Those were salad days of worldwide biggies. <laughs> <laughs> we will bleep that name out of spite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but now you are fucking doing comedy way more. So yes. Than now I am doing stand up. I've been doing it now for 10 years. Holy shit. Woo. Yeah. But more importantly, what you've been, well, not more importantly than stand up, but what you've been doing for eight and a half months is, is brewing a person. A person. <laughs> yeah. I am nine months pregnant today. Today is my nine month pregnant day. Um, pregnancy is really 10 months. We need right. to fucking dispel the rumor that it is a nine month thing. Because it's like 40 weeks, right? Yeah. Or something like that. So I'm a- like at 36 weeks today. But that's nine months. And so, yeah. I, but yeah. So. That's like running a, running a marathon and getting to mile 22 and being like, oh, I'm done. Like, yeah. No, marathons no, are 26 no, no, no. miles. It's another, <laughs> right. It's bullshit. Oof, so, oof. and it's going on forever. It really is just <laughs> taking a long time. Have you been performing? Uh, yeah. And how's that well, going? I've been trying to perform as much as possible because I feel, because I, I feel like I will be, you'll need uh, some time like, off. You after. know, not leaving the house for like a month in April or something. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, you got spots? Like, people are asking me to do stuff in April. I'm like, Nope, popping in three weeks. So if you got something before that, let me know. Uh, it's let me do five to, now rather than ten in April. It's a great way to get booked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just be like, I actually can't. Um, but I yeah. can show up too and be like, I'm a surrogate. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So like performing is fine. I didn't like. I didn't really announce my pregnancy. Like I didn't really put it on social media or anything. Because yeah. like you know, I write and perform. I want to still get work. So right. I was like, if people just put me in a box as being like pregnant and not. Yeah. I don't know how like much that, how strict that 
kind of stuff happens, but it is sort of that thing like, oh, isn't she pregnant? Oh, right. she might be like due now. Yeah, Forget exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I just, so like a lot of people, literally last night at a show, a comic from New York was on my show and she didn't know and was like, what? Like, so to not see, to just see somebody yeah, nine months pregnant. I found pregnant. out like only like a couple of months ago, yeah, like, like on like in like, it was just like. A, a clause in a joke or a tweet or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Where you're like, well, the thing about being pregnant, I'm like, what? what? Like- <laughs> yeah. I just didn't do it on social and I kind of was just telling people as I saw them or I was like, you can tell people, like spread the word, you know, like I was doing a word of mouth Everyone's thing. allowed to tell two friends yeah, exactly. that I'm <laughs> It's a pyramid scheme, this whole thing. Um, you have to have a downline. Um, but yeah, so... So yeah, I have been performing a lot and that's all, you know? Do you, have you had any, and we'll get to our topic, which is siblings, something that's important to both of us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but before we get there, have you had like the, any pregnancy brain moments? Is that a real thing? Cause you're like sharper than most people well, I know. Well, thank yeah. you for saying that. But yes, like I have definitely, I, I can't, I just can't think of people's names and stuff. And I'm usually really good with names. Oh, Not weird. like a person I know, but I'll be like, what's that, um, that guy that does that thing, you know, like I just, I have that like, oh, a little Zachary bit more. Oh, Zachary Quinto, right. Yes. Uh. <laughs> He's making breasts out of lampshades on, ex- <laughs> on, on Asylum. On Asylum. But we were that's, just- I've been always trying to remember that. <laughs> yeah, so for me, that's tough because I always like know names and stuff. And so I'm just grasping for things, but I haven't had any like- like I, you know, brain farts and stuff drove right. down the wrong way of a, <laughs> right, nothing right. tragic. No. Um, That's what I'm yeah. here for. I'm, I'm digging for the tragedy. <laughs> Anything fucked up happened? Uh, yeah, I smothered my husband in his sleep. Uh, no, I just Pregnancy I wasn't telling brain. people on social media, but I'm like leaking it out slowly. But I did smother my husband. It is murder. Um, yeah, so. So yeah, no, not really. And I haven't really had any um like cravings or anything. That either. was going to be my next question because I'm, I'm, I'm wondering about that stuff that is like tropes of sitcoms. Yeah. I'm wondering. I don't know. Look, I don't know what I'm having. And there's a lot of sexist shit that's like, if you have a girl, you feel like shit, you eat garbage, yeah. like you, you feel terrible. If you have heartburn, it, it's a hairy yeah, baby. If you have a boy, it's like you're smooth sailing. And I've been very smooth sailing. So Everyone is telling me I'm having a boy, but who? who that is not is. how that. That's it's just confirmation witchcraft. bias. It's yeah, all yeah. like p- fully like everybody's like mm-hmm, just looking at my body. Like I can tell. I'm like, no, you can't. Yeah, like, no. Nobody- boys sit higher. Girls ride right. lower. Yeah. Girls sit on the toilets. Boys stand. You're like, what is your? <laughs> what is this here? Exactly. <laughs> it's so it's so dumb. So anyway, I, but I have but so like maybe. So you have no sonograms up on the fridge or anything like that. We have we have a one up that's just like the baby from like the chest up or whatever. <laughs> headshot. Just like it's a headshot. It's baby's first headshot. Um, and we've actually been Sent getting it to UTA. great responses. <laughs> People say that the baby looks very approachable, kind of kid next door. Um, and uh, when we have had like one or two sonograms where they show like they're like turn your head away like they know we're not finding us they make us like look at the wall oh that's so yeah wild. it's crazy that's so funny <laughs> and people I, but I also when I look at sonograms it's like a magic eye poster that I can't see like I don't see anything one hu- they're like don't you see the leg I'm like I see nothing that looks like nothing to I me I never feel dumber than when someone like texts me a sonogram photo and <laughs> they're like, like look and I'm I like I think it's oh, upside it's down w- like gorgeous. Yeah, like I don't know what to say. They just showed me the baby's head yesterday. They were like, "It's still down." I goes, "I was like, that looks like that looks like nothing to me. Like I just can't." So I'll have to meet it in real life and see if it's actually just a bunch of squiggly white lines. I'll have to meet it IRL. I'm so nervous. I'm meeting my son or daughter today. I hope we click. Yeah. Oh well, would you say not? labeling, uh, not knowing what the gender of the baby is yet has helped you with your pronoun work. Right, because oh, you guys have been probably yes. doing a lot of they. Well, I've and been the doing baby. a lot of it. Which oh, I okay, think okay, is yeah, not right. <laughs> sort of a swing in the other direction, <laughs> which I think is not right. But that's also because it's just like fe- pregnancy feels like such a sci-fi alien thing that I'm like this thing that's inside. Oh, yeah, I'm like it. it. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. I should be doing more of them. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna try to get more progressive in the next three weeks. Uh, yeah. Do you have Do you have a, a nickname for the 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 baby? Yeah. 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 Okay. So I downloaded this app 
that like tracks my weeks and tells me how big the baby is, like in terms of fruits and vegetables or whatever. Right, yeah, like you currently yeah, have. Yeah, it's like you're having a pomegranate. Like, <laughs> and then, and it's like, it tells you what to expect symptoms wise every week. And at the beginning, it tells you to name it. So I just put in Telly Savalas. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I just, bald. He's bald. And I was like, it Who just loves came, you, baby? Yeah, it just like came to my mind. So now that is what Jared and I call the baby. Like, he's like, how's Telly doing? Like, we just, and, and the app switches to, Ellie's gender back and forth like week to week. It'll be like, he's getting bigger. She's mm. dropping like whatever it'll like say because they don't want to offend you, but they don't want to say them. Oh, <laughs> so right. They, do he, she, they need to get more progressive uh, let's on the talk app. Pregnancy apps. <laughs> <laughs> Call it. Yeah. If you're calling me to get progressive advice, you're, <laughs> you're in the fucking dumps. <laughs> yeah. So like, so yeah. So, so Telly is young, young Telly coming. Young soon. Telly is uh, about to drop coming soon to a hospital near you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, wait, so, you and you're not uh, finding out the gender your baby because that's something your mom did. Yeah. And I was like, I remember just thinking like, even since I was like a teenager, when people would tell me like old, when I knew older people that were pregnant or whatever, I'd be, they'd be like, we're not finding out. There's no, there's no surprises in life, you know? And I was like, that's kind of interesting. Like there, there are like, I mean, I guess there are like tons of shitty surprises right, in life. There's but not like, that many fun. So, yeah. Not, that, not many situations where you're like. I, this is going to be a beautiful moment. Now I can add an element of surprise yeah. to it as well. Yeah. yeah. So I guess, and also to me, it doesn't really matter. Like it doesn't I, matter for like several yeah. years. Right? Like I, I had a friend that did say to me one time, she goes, I want to know because I want to like envision what my family's going to look like or something like that. And I was like, that makes sense to me for you. Like, that's great that you, but I don't, I don't care. I just don't. I'm not a person like that yeah, either. And this is not why I did it, but this is why people, people have told me they're like, if you don't choose a gender, you get less clothes for gifts. So you get kind of more of the big ticket items. This right. is not why I did it. I want everyone <laughs> Trying to know. Trying to get that nice car seat. I'll tell you what. You say, I don't know the gender. They give you a nice yeah, car seat. They pony up. Gotta, yeah, pony up for the bouncer. Like, yeah. you know, so like. Uh, I also hate like those super. I mean, they're so cute, obviously, but I hate those like super gender. It's like your daughter wears a tutu and your boy wears a football jersey. Right. Like, exactly. Yeah. I don't want any of that. I'm going like, to leave out who this is, but it was like uh, Lederhosen or Louboutins for a gender reveal oh. party. <laughs> so your kid's either a fashion person or, or an alcoholic, or an alcoholic <laughs> German dancer. Like, what? Yeah. well, it's true. And uh, if uh, the family, based on the family, it's possible. <laughs> okay. Oh, and I also think gender reveal parties are the dumbest thing in the world. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, we were talking about this recently. It's like all the elements around it are like, they can all be updated. Like, people planning each other's showers. It's like, you can just invite your friends over yourself. Like you can just yeah. host a party. Just have a shower. I mean, just have a shower. Like we, like we had, we had a shower that was like guys and girls at a bar. Right. And we were just like, come over. We didn't do any games. We didn't do any like bullshit. And then, but also, yeah, the gender really never came into is it. Is this all, is that shit? And like, uh, all the wedding stuff, is that all holdovers from when people were getting, and I mean, I know a lot of people in America still do, but like getting, uh, married and having kids in like their early twenties when they do need their when parents they need the, and they need the stuff. Right. Yeah. When they like, need to have a party to get everything and they need their parents to, uh, in, uh, plan the party and invite yeah. people because you don't have your own group of that large of a group of friends. You need the random aunts and uncles with exactly. the money. Exactly. But yeah, like, I think so. if you get married in your thirties and have a kid in your mid to late thirties, it's like, right. And just, we're all living together before we get married. Right. We all have plates. We don't really need them. Exactly. You know, like, exactly. And then, yeah. And arguably as you get longer in life you're like I have money now it's yeah. like I'd rather not make my friend like if you want to get me gifts fine but I don't need to lean on my friends to like exactly. everyone chip in and buy me a stroller that's like what we're finding in my family lately with Christmas is like we're all getting together my youngest brother's 29 like so we're all, he's having a baby 10 days after me uh like, yeah, my younger brother, by the way, has two kids to yeah. my zero, which is crazy. So with, I guess with kids, it's like a little bit different, but none of us have any kids in the family yet. So we're all just getting together, spending pretty much the same amount of money on each other and just exchanging it. We're like, do you want this sweater? You're probably just going to return it. Like, we're, you know what I mean? Clank, like the fact that you're saying this is so, also, I think I just learned you're not Jewish in this moment. I am Jewish, oh, okay. but we do Christmas. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. I, was like, I always assumed you were Jewish. <laughs> we do Hanukkah and we do a Christmas. Oh, okay. Because this is something in the last two years, me and my family did was 
after like the third Christmas of me and my brothers and my wife and our SIGOVs all exchanging like 50 to $75 gift cards, we were like, hey, how about we don't get each other any gifts? Let's stop this. Yeah, let's stop this. And now we do Secret Santa for like all the, like this one side, my mom's side of the family, the side we still talk to, like two of the cousins, three of the brothers and everyone's SIGOVs are all in a Secret Santa. And so like you only have to buy one gift and you can try it. I think that's what we'll probably move towards. This year we actually decided to go on a trip. Oh, that's even we were smarter. Like, Let's just go on a trip and everybody just buy your plane ticket down there. And that's the equivalent of buying like, cause we're a big family. So it's the equivalent of buying like yeah. 10 gifts. Just buy a plane ticket. We're going to go to Aruba. <laughs> and I was like, let's just, that's fucking do that. awesome. Especially if it happens to be the Christmas where, uh, everyone is two, two of the kids are pregnant. You yeah. Know well, I mean? and well, we're both, we're both gonna have babies. This come, it's this one. So we're both gonna have little babies that don't know what Christmas is. So oh, we right. can, you know, yeah. like. Let's go. Oh, you're you're this it's Christmas this coming. You're Christmas. bringing your zero year olds. My to- zero, yeah. My <laughs> I guess they'll be eight months old by then. <laughs> they, they, Telly, Telly will be eight months old. He'll have a little lollipop in his mouth. <laughs> Love you, baby. Uh, that's so odd. So you are one of six is something yes. we're alluding to in this story. Yes. So when we were talking siblings as one of three boys, I've always like. Uh, talking about having kids, this is the craziest thing. Like t- my wife and I haven't even had a kid yet, and we're both kind of like very sibling centric. Like she has two younger brothers mm-hmm. that mean a lot to her. I'm like, we kind of have to have two. Yeah, and that's the terrifying thing. Is like we haven't even gotten one done, and you're like, I'm like, I can't. I don't want to. Same. Yeah, I'm like definitely like probably gonna just have one like pretty quickly after, just because like I'm not. 20 like you know like you just gotta kind of bang them out like it's yeah it's overwhelming because I haven't even met my first child (laughs) yet but I'm like we're gonna have to have one pretty quick and and that's because I think a lot of people who have siblings understand that because it's like it would be way easier and way better I mean we first of all live in an apartment can barely afford where I live but at the same time in my head I'm like I don't want to deprive a child of the experience of, of having, having a, a sibling. sibling. Yeah. yeah. And, and yet and I know and nothing against only children. No, and, I, and we, I don't know if you feel the same way in like the comedy world, but I know a few people that are, that are a lot of people actually, it feels like more and more are just like, we're having one. We're having one. We can travel with that kid. I can do the road. My, my like wife or husband or whatever can come on the road for with nannying me. and yeah, sitting, we're just going to yeah. do one. And that's it. And I'm like, that's great. You it know, makes total, especially makes, when we're talking about, uh, especially in the comedy community, a lot of people having their kids at 35 yeah, and a half between exactly. 35 and 40. And you're like, yeah, one makes sense. Yeah. You know? And, and as I'm learning the hard way, how difficult it is to even have one kid, it's right. like, sometimes you have one and you're like, let's not deal with this. Yeah, again. And people are like, you can travel. You can still, I, I still feel very strongly about the sibling experience. So for me, I want to have more than one, but like I totally get there and I get more and more people that want to be child free. Like, oh, I'm like, yeah, that is completely like, related. There are so many places I still want to travel, you know, like, and yeah. I'm not getting to Croatia anytime soon. <laughs> no, no. You know what I mean? Yeah, and that's like something you're like, do you bring a six year old to Croatia? Yeah. No, you got to bring a 14 year old. Yeah. No, I'm not going anywhere not for 15 going to, to seven years. Cool <laughs> for a really long time. Like, maybe Florida, <laughs> maybe Cap City <laughs> to, do, to do a weekend. <laughs> I do I brought, love Austin. You, you bring Telly with <laughs> We saw the world as I did my tour. Yeah, well, we one time Jared and I were in Chicago, and we the guy who was middling for uh, like I was I think I was like the host, and Jared was headlining, and I, the guy middling for us was this guy, and he's like, oh, I travel the country with my wife and two kids in a camp, like in a trailer, and she homeschools our kids. Oh, that's such a fucking wild and idea. And it was like that's wild, but also you're not that good. I'm nervous right. for your kids. Well, hopefully, you keep getting better. <laughs> I hope. Oh, don't worry. Better. My wife's not even a good, uh, yeah. not even a good teacher <laughs> yeah, she either. She barely knows what she's doing this off her phone. Uh, <laughs> she's off the app. Yeah. <laughs> it switches like, gender every week. So I was like, that's like a cool, I guess that's kind of like a cute, cool idea for like a year. I, I don't know how you could like sustain something right, like that. Right, you right. Know? Also, you want to like give your kid a crack at like a normal life too. Right. Yeah. Look at the fucking Jolie Pitt family. Yeah. They're in a different city every week or something. <laughs> They're in a different country every yeah. week. <laughs> um, that's so being one of six, where do you fall? I'm the oldest. You're the oldest. What are you again? I'm the oldest. You're as the well. oldest. Okay. Yeah, okay. I was like, you're either the oldest or the youngest. I couldn't remember. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I'm the oldest, which is weird because they say the middle child is like the one that always desires attention. Yeah. But I think the old, a lot of oldest children are the forgotten children. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Cause I felt like by the time my second brother was born, I was like eight or nine. And it was like, my parents were like, look, we can't. 
You so know, by the time my third brother was born. Your third brother. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I was going to say, that's like a huge yeah. break. Yeah, my middle brother, I'm three, or, I'm two and a half years older than uh, my middle brother. And then my I'm like uh, seven years or eight years older than my youngest brother. Yeah, see, I am, my brother and sister and I are one, two, three. So literally this, so. One year apart. One year apart, each of us. So like. I had one year of knowing what life was like without other children yeah. in my life. So, assuming you really were yeah. soaking it up. Then. <laughs> really, uh, when it was really about me. If I look back to my artist pages from when I was zero. <laughs> my morning pages, yes. Oh, God, I was producing some of my best work. <laughs> it's um, all been downhill since then. <laughs> but yeah, so like the three of us are like one, two, three. So like I always remember them being around obviously forever of yeah, my life. Yeah. And then my twin brothers came five years after my sister so I was seven and then my youngest brother when I was nine so like wait and the twins are one boy and one girl no boys two boys <laughs> so it's two girls and four boys in my family wow and more boys than my family and then also another and then also <laughs> three additional children um, but we are sort of like two separate sets of kids that's like, what I was gonna ask they always my mom always called us the big kids and then the little kids that makes sense only you know? because there's a couple year gap between them yeah, yeah. well just because like I mean yeah, I mean, I was like nine when Kevin was born. So by the time Kevin was like cognizant of anything, I was like a teenager. Like right. I was like feeding him and taking him places and blah, blah, blah. Right, so like right. I have almost now that we're older, we're more like friends. But when we were younger, I was like, he's my baby. Yeah, you know? that- <laughs> like, I would like treat that. I treated him like he was like the my, truly my child for like a long time. That's so cute. Though. Um, yeah. And so but like we didn't like drink together or party together until we were like later in our twenties. And then right. now we're all friends, yes. obviously. But when we were younger, it was, I felt like I was kind of, they, they, they were always like called me mom junior. And like, I was like, <laughs> you know, in charge of them. And you liked it a little I bit. I mean, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think that is you like, like the status. Yeah. Well, when you talk about forgotten children, it's like, I've always wanted to have a girl first because I was like, girls really help their moms the most. Yeah. It, it <laughs> might know? be true. Like, yeah. Because my mom like truly put, me to work like I was I was a nanny that was that was it for me too my parents were like both working parents who had like weird hour jobs because my mom was a nurse and my dad worked in uh, the night shift in television. Oh, wow. So like they would work weekends uh, often oh. and it would be like, uh, wake up on Saturday morning, pop grandma's coming over at two yeah. to make you guys lunch. But until then you're on your own. And That's I'd be a- like, we'd be like 10, eight and three. <laughs> and be like, wow. Oh, yeah. Isn't it wild how our parents left us home alone so young? Like I, I used to babysit for other kids when I was 11. Yeah. Who you- would hire an 11 year old babysitter now? Uh, holy shit, dude. <laughs> I, yeah, I used to like go to another person's house and watch their kid for them after watching my brothers and I would get my like $10 an hour yeah. or whatever and I'd be like, who's hiring an 11 year old who's obsessed with video games <laughs> to do shit? It's so true. Yeah. I would never do that now. But, I mean, most of the time they were, those jobs were like when I was that young, it was like kids that were like asleep when I got there. So yeah. it was like they just needed a body with like a phone to call. If right, 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 right. And yeah, let me eat all but the beans still, out of the cabinet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I remember like I found I babysat for a family that had bacon bits and I'd never had those. And I was like, hell yeah. I like made BLTs with bacon bits. I remember I babysit for a family who had the spice channel and I kind of had the oh, same reaction. Same family with the bacon bits. Let me watch whatever I wanted on new year's. And I, in seventh grade watched, uh, Howard Stern's New Year's special. It's so fucked up. I'm like still traumatized by it. I was like, why, why do those ladies have maggots? Like it was so disgusting. I was like, I can't. God, a lot of, yeah, a lot of my formative information came through babysitting channels. <laughs> First weekend of the NCAA tournament is the greatest betting of the event of the year. It is exciting. Um, you get to watch a ton of games and hopefully make a ton of money. It all depends. But if you like filling out brackets or national champions or predicting first round upsets, my bookie is the perfect home for your March Madness fun. Will Zion Williamson and his teammates cement their legacy at Duke with a title? Hey, if you know the answers or even if you don't, my bookie is the place to get in on the action. My bookie has been in business for years. They give you the best customer service in the business and they pay out fast when you win. Bet with the best, then kick back and enjoy March Madness while you watch your picks cash. Deposit with MyBookie today with promo code MIGHTY for a 50% sign-up bonus. That's promo code MIGHTY. With MyBookie, you play, you win, you get paid. I, 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 
the other day I was meeting uh, a friend and some friends of friends that I didn't know out for drinks and the friends of friends almost had to cancel because they're like, oh, uh, our sitter fell through. Try to get another sitter. And then later on over the course of the evening, I found out that their child was 11. Uh-huh. And I was like talking to Tiff about that. I'm like, can't they that just weird? leave them Can home you just, with yeah, it? She, and, and, uh, and Tiff was like, because she's the oldest of three and kind of similar age gaps with her brother. She's like, when I was 11, I was home with two babies. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, same. For sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. My parents stopped. We had au pairs, which I think sounds a lot fancier than it is, but it's honestly the best thing. I think if you are, have six kids, you bring a girl over from Ireland who's in her teens, you put her up in a room, you pay her pocket money a week right, and right, they watch right. your kids. It's right. like they're just a happy to have a place to live times right. more. Yeah. And then they like have all their friends. They're like living it up. It's a thousand times cheaper than like a, a nanny or like, yeah. you know, so because I feel, I just feel like the word au pair makes people think that I'm yeah. rich, but no, yeah, these it, were like Irish teenagers. It also sounds like a, a red shoe diary. Yeah. Like movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then my <laughs> dad and her. No, like uh, <laughs> Tiffany always jokes that she wanted to launch a company called ugly nannies. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, a great fucking so the, idea. So the husband never Hollywood fucks. needs that. Yeah, oh yeah. Needs it. That's a great fucking idea. It's a great idea for like a TV show too. <laughs> Tiffany, get in here. Let's pitch. No, no, don't uh, bring her in here. It's too much. <laughs> we can't handle that. Um, no, but uh, we, so I think by the time I was 12 though, my mom was like, we don't need them anymore. Like you're doing it. So like, uh, and then we just had a lady that would drive, like we needed someone to drive, but I was like making dinners and like doing shit when I was so young. My so. grandma or grandpa would come over to babysit us and like overnight because my mom and dad would be like in Atlantic City or whatever and they'd be <laughs> like we have like a 70 year old woman sleeping upstairs she's not going to wake up she's on yeah. all kinds of pills and alcohol it's like we and my brothers and I would just be like open the window and just be gone That's into the amazing. night <laughs> like Saturday your other friend who has like a weird family situation you're like hey you want to hang out Saturday night after midnight and they were like yep I'll meet you in the streets <laughs> that's, yeah. um, that's so awesome and you were like suburban pretty much right, right. Yeah, like yeah, so yeah. it was yeah. like I just didn't feel as like it would be hard, but I, um, that's really funny. I forgot what I was going to say. Wait, how, how, is, how, is, how was your dynamic growing up? Was there uh, fighting and rivalries? Was there girls versus boys? Was there no, old kids versus young kids? I think it was just old and young. Like, like my brother and I got along pretty well, but like would fight a little bit, but not a ton. And then my sister and I shared a room my entire life. Like through high school, we shared a oh, room. Oh shit, yeah. I shared a room um, with my brother up until uh, like uh, high school. Up yeah. until like junior high, high school. We just like didn't have, I mean, there were six kids, so we each we all shared no one, a room. There's yeah. no seven bedrooms. <laughs> was, yeah, we didn't. We weren't living in a chalet. So like, yeah, we. So my sister and I shared a room our whole lives. We fought like over stupid shit, but now we're really close. And this is the sister that's one kid separate from you, right? She, yeah, yeah. she's my only sister. There's oh, only right, one right. girl, and she's yeah. two years younger. Yeah, than and you. she's two years younger okay, than me. Okay, that's yeah, that's really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, my family, I think I've said this on the pod before, but me and my brothers growing up was a constant flux of. Two versus ones. Two V one. Oh my God. I was a camp three, counselor. It's never one V one V one V one. No, I was a camp counselor for 10 for, I for seven years at my summer camp. I'm, I got married at my summer camp. I'm like obsessed with it. And that's how they do the tents. It's like a counselor and three campers in every tent. And we constantly did like, psychological like evaluations of like two V one. Like it's a huge thing. Yeah. It's like, it's such an easy thing to exclude one person. Yeah. And like the one, it's usually like just one person kind of manipulate in the two. Like they're kind of like that one person doesn't feel that strongly. They're just like, I'm with you. And that's how it worked (laughs) in our family. Cause it would always be me or my middle brother recruiting the youngest brother to be two V one, the other. Cause like okay. my youngest brother's a pawn when he's four <laughs> and we're nine and 11. Right. We're like, we're nine and nine. We never forget that. <laughs> uh, he's like a pawn. It's like, uh, Jason, you're on my side. Isn't Justin annoying? And we're like, yeah, yeah fuck them. Right. And it's like the, the next day it's them two versus me. Then the next day, sometimes we would ever rarely get it where it would be the two older boys versus the young one. And that was oh. kind of like, that was when we were just doing like, what we would like 
in, in what we thought was just like messing with him, but in hindsight was like legit, like bullying. Torture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Be like putting him in the hamper outside the house and like watching from like the yeah. window. Yeah. yeah putting yeah, him yeah. in a, we used to put him in a laundry bin when he was like four and shoot him down the stairs because we had like carpeted stairs. He'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> like, hit the bottom and like blow out of it. We'd be like, yeah. Yes. That's so cute. Yeah. Oh, man. It was, we like, my all boy house. Oh, it was a, it, it was, we, one of the anecdotes that I always use to describe like what it's like to have three boys is my mom heard us all laughing in the bathroom one time, thought she was going to catch us doing something wrong. So she opened the bathroom door and one of us was peeing in the shower. One of us was peeing in the toilet and the third was peeing in the sink. <laughs> and she was like, Jesus Christ, guys. Like, it was just like the last thing you want to see is three different environmentally kids. though, <laughs> environmentally <laughs> better for the environment. Using we less that water. shit all the time. Cause we were such nasty kids. We're like, dude, I'm shitting. It's like, I got to pee. And it's like, well, go in the shower. And you'd like run in past your brother who's shitting on the toilet, oh my climb God. into the shower, piss in the drain, and then get out and be like, fuck, it stinks in here, man. That's like, I'm so, nervous about having multiple boys I feel like I don't know if I can handle it it's just gross it's just like it is just gross Jared is one of two boys and he's like yeah my mom just like didn't know what to do like she just you know my like, brother just had his second son like uh, like this year like oh so your family's like boy heavy my doctor was telling me about this recently she was like it comes from the dad's side like it, yeah like whether you have more my dad was four boys with, and two girls yeah, yeah. And my brother has, uh, I'm one of three boys. My brother has two boys. My mom's sister has two boys. It's yeah. we're all boys. You've got a real Tiff, mask family. Tiff has two brothers. One of her brother has three boys. One of her bro and her other brother doesn't have any kids yet, but like it's all boys. And then her cousins are all boys. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. It, we're, we're running the risk of, boy well, he, uh, it's my brother had his second boy and his wife is a uh, only child. And he's like, I don't even know when to break it to her what two boys who are one and a half years apart are going to do to this yeah. house. <laughs> him and I were two years, nine months apart and we know what we did. And he's like, knowing what we did, like we have to, I, I, how do I break it to my wife? Like, yeah. cause we like got caught peeing on our own dog. <laughs> like, you know, like the shit we so used to get. So many urine things. Well, you're a boy. It's like, you have this thing that shoots stuff and it's like, you want, you love yeah, it's like guns your little and water. Gun. Yeah, yeah. As my mom used to call it, uh, uh, she called it your handy picnic tool. <laughs> Cause you could use it anywhere. She'd be like, cause we would have to be like, she would take us to the mall and we were three boys and be like, I have to go to the bathroom. She's like, go right here in between the cars. And I'm like, what? She's like, use your handy picnic tool. And it would be like wow. me and my brothers pissing in the parking lot and my mom like looking out for us. That's wild. <laughs> well, I think that's part of the reasons why. You're making me nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh. Telly, telly, little Telly's going to be peeing everywhere. I mean. We, uh, they are. Whoever they are is going I to I have pee. a feeling I'm having a girl, but that's, I think, wishful thinking. <laughs> Please don't listen to this podcast, future child. Um, uh, oh, and that goes for my future child. Don't, don't <laughs> listen or watch any. Allowed. I know your dad is an English teacher now. <laughs> <laughs> I know your dad lives in Orange County and is an English teacher. But Teaches that doesn't high school improv. <laughs> <laughs> don't go back and listen to all his shit. Don't watch his drunk histories. He's a fucking problem. He's changed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so funny. So, yeah, like we, we didn't have like... Uh, I will also say too, though, none of my brothers are like sporty or like super aggro, aggro like yeah. that. So like my, you know, the, like there was like whining and fighting, but there wasn't a lot of like pig pile wrestling right. and really beating think, the shit out of each other. I think also just like in, in any actual environment in life, having like some female energy will yeah. like combat some of the aggro nastiness. Yeah. It was like, probably we were me like and my feral. sister. We had like, yes. Yeah. We were like Lord of the Flies. We had no girls, no parents around most yeah. of the time we were just being insane you know yeah like i have a friend that had three boys and then uh, one of my friends from college and then she was like i'm pregnant again and i was like what why would you do what Should if you I have another boy yeah. what if you have another boy she had a girl thank god can you imagine having four boys i mean i would just that's nuts i like, don't know what yeah, i would do oh, throw another one in there you have a full yeah. basketball team yeah my, my uh my well that's why my mom had uh, my third brother was like, I really want. She a girl. was attempting. Yeah, yeah. But it's not in those genes. Yeah. And you then guys the joke, are boy family. <laughs> my mom's like, can we adopt a girl? My, the joke my dad would always make is like, yeah, but she's got to be eighteen. My mom's like, she's not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> what is that joke? 
I think the joke means let's have a full like adult Asian woman let's living hire in the a house. Nanny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't fully know what it means. Let's sponsor there's someone like a on a J one visa, to it, or there's like yeah, discuss like some other like weird like we can use her to work around the house. That's kind fully of. a joke my dad would tell. I don't know why I'm acting shocked. Um, yeah, my mom is one of fourteen kids. Holy shit! Yeah, which is psychotic. Because when you said basketball team, I do a joke about how my mom's family is like two water polo teams that yeah, could play your, your against each other. Your mom's team is a football team yeah. with subs. Yeah. <laughs> True. You could bring in fresh legs yeah. at halftime. <laughs> There's no other. That's so true. One of 14? Yeah. Oh seven my. girls, seven got boys. Hold down the middle. Holy shit. Would your, yeah. was, your grand, was that a farm family? Did they need that many people? No. Uh, well, okay. So basically my mom is Catholic. My dad is Jewish. When they got married, my mom was like, I don't care about religion. And my dad was like, I really want to raise my kids Jewish. So we were raised Jewish, but that's why we have Christmas. Cause my mom's like, that's the one thing I wouldn't like to get rid of if right. that's okay. And plus Christmas feels very like... Is it it's secular. secular. Yeah. yeah. These it's, days, it's more I, like a seasonal I, I thing. I always feel like I use non-secular when I'm supposed to use a secular. Oh wait. Anyway, I think it's secular. I think you're right. It's secular. Yeah, I think you're yeah. secular because uh, also now I realize I do the same yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> but so like we do Christmas, but like I went to Hebrew school. Like I was fully like raised to be like I'm Jewish. Like I didn't know anything about Jesus until yeah. I was like you in college. Also, you didn't have to say your mom was Catholic when she said when she said yeah, you had 14 kids. Well, that, I did a show at a temple recently. Or not I did it for a temple group. It was actually in a yoga studio. <laughs> Comedy <laughs> is why right, we're killing it. <laughs> <laughs> it was in a yoga studio last weekend for a temple group. It was, it was a lot of people and it was really fun. But um, when I said my mom was one of 14, this woman was like, so you're Orthodox. And I just like, couldn't get into her with it about like how <laughs> my mom is Catholic. Cause then they're like, you're not really Jewish. And I'm like, well actually now that there's DNA tests yeah. and genetic testing, people really don't subscribe to that whole mom has to be Jewish thing anymore. <laughs> but I didn't want to get into that with her. So I was just like, yeah, no, the, I don't this know. This yoga why. studio is not the time. Yeah, or place. I was like, this is it. And then I was, I was like, I'm not wearing shoes. And then, <laughs> and then I was like, I go, I don't know why they had so many kids. Yeah. We're just Jewish. Like I acted like I was like, I can't talk about this. I can't but my explain mom, Catholicism. Yeah. Right but my mom, um, yeah. So they were just Catholic and my grandfather was like a pharmacist. Like it wasn't like a farm. They just like either they loved having kids. My mom always tells me, but I'm like, maybe they just like loved having unprotected sex. I don't know. Well, yeah. Well, cause they weren't like, yeah. they weren't allowed to use yeah, condoms. Exactly. Yeah. And my grandmother like wasn't even Catholic. I think she converted when she met my grandfather. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. 14 kids is so, so many psycho and it's like, I don't even like, want to have 14 friends over for I, dinner. <laughs> like imagine going out to dinner and it's like, Oh shit, 14 people. Well, are and they never lived together in the same house. All 14, you know, cause my mom, the, when the youngest boys were born, my mom was a sophomore in college. You know what I mean? Oh, like, cause my right. mom's a second. So like it's over the course of 20 years. It's probably the most kids they had in a house at a time was like 10 or 11, which is still psycho. Which is but an like, insane amount of yeah, kids. It was yeah. never like 16 people living under yeah. a roof. Yeah. My dad was super poor and one of six. And like his stories growing up were like insane. You know, oh, they, my mom, yeah, they my mom. slept three to a bedroom and then also randomly had this dude from their high school living with them for a while. Oh, <laughs> my <laughs> uncle was living in my grandparents' old house in Florida for a little while. And I, and they'd be like, yeah, we went, we lived here in high school. And I was like, where? Where did you all sleep? And they were just like the laundry room. Like they just were, they all had one outfit. My, like it's truly that like we walked uphill in three miles of snow yeah, or whatever. Uh, yeah. Like you're one of 14 is like, guys, uh, that's like putting out like, when you see it like dog shelters, you put out like chicken dinosaur shaped chicken nuggets in like a communal bowl, and you're <laughs> like everyone, trough. yeah, in a yeah. trough. It's like, like everyone come, it. dinner's ready, yeah. and all the kids come. I have in. no idea how they d even did it, and uh. It's like, I don't even know the order. Honestly, I know the first few and I know the bottom few, but in the middle, I'm like, I think this Carla's <laughs> older than Evelyn. Like, I don't really know. We talk about how much we love siblings, but I think there is a law of diminishing returns. I think when you get to like <laughs> having 10 siblings, it's, it's a strike it's against you. Yeah, it's too yeah. much. Even six, like I'm one of six. I wouldn't trade it for anything, but my mom and dad, like they confuse our friends. They don't remember. I, every single time I go home, my parents are like, do you want a cup of coffee? I go, I don't drink coffee. I never have in my life. Yeah. That's the they other five. They just can't five, remember maybe. things <laughs> yeah. about us. That's like, really funny. So, you know that's I mean? really funny. That it, makes total sense. Of course. Like, I feel like nowadays people are having fewer kids for many reasons, like expenses and stuff. But also it's like, you can kind of focus on your kids and know them a little bit. Right. Better. Yeah. It's also like, it's not necessarily better to like, 
if two parents to 14 kids is like, that's not even a good ratio for teachers. Yeah. Like, you know, like, like if you felt like you wouldn't send your kid to a school that had 14 kids right. to, one day, like, to a classroom. Yeah, yeah, it's like, no, we need a better ratio. It's like, well, my, my family was raised yeah. with like one person home and yeah. 14 it's kids. It's just, you can't feel like you all can't, the kids all can't feel taken care of and like they're getting attention. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right, like there's right. no way you want to talk about forgotten children. Oh, I'm surprised my family is not an, in, like an improv troupe that yeah. travels the country. <laughs> You, well, that's what, that's what you should be. Holy shit! You could have like a circus family. You could build up fucking like you have a whole family, build up a whole set, and strike it down and travel around. <laughs> um, uh, how are how's your uh, relationship with your sibs now? It's good. It's Do really any of them good. live out here? No, that's, that's the, the thing hard that part, sucks. Right? Yeah, and that's the thing sucks. And I'm like, I love living out here. I think it's great, but they're all on the east coast, and I. I, I'm wondering how it's going to affect me when I have a kid that never gets to see there or they will. I mean, my, my siblings come out, right? but like if they, if they barely ever get to see their aunts and uncles and right. their well, once cousins they have kids, your siblings yeah. will be coming out less. And, yeah, exactly. Cause we're, we're having these conversations now too, where it's like, it's like, Oh, when you go home and like your mom is babysitting your niece. Oh my and God. And you're like, Oh right. I see why people move oh my back God, near please. their Like I've been literally been thinking like, I'm like, if I want to go away overnight somewhere, where do I leave this thing? Right. Like, where, where does Telly go? Who, where, who can you crate train these things? Yeah. <laughs> like, can I'll I just a get a, walker, a dog walker? <laughs> like I, it's, you know, like it totally, I totally get why people are like, I want to live near my parents. Cause it's just like free childcare. It makes total sense. My mother-in-law is like a nanny to my two nephews. And yeah. it's like, what a great deal. So great. Yeah. And like, um, and even my parents are getting older. Like, I don't think they can fly out here for that. I mean, they right, can. They're right. coming out like in a few weeks when it's born. But like. And you also want like the kids to have cousins time. Yeah. With, like, yeah my brother's having a baby 10 days after me. So like they have these close cousins and like. Yeah. Right. So that's like a thing. But I also love living out here. And I'm like, everyone should just come out here. It's better. Well, that's <laughs> the thing. I don't. Yeah. I can't imagine us leaving here. Yeah. Either. Not, I, yeah. yeah. But I mean, also, I got I've gotten very used to the flight. I, I mean, to me, to go home is like, no, right. I feel like it's nothing now. You haven't done. It with I haven't done yet. it with a baby. <laughs> <laughs> so famous last words. I'm, I'm so used to the flight. I hope everyone else is. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And well, the other thing is there's sort of like a new, a lot of my friends have kids out here now and a lot of them don't have their families out here. Right. And it's sort of like this weird, all of a sudden you're like, and it's been like this for the last 10 years of my life. And I feel like a lot of people in our generation are more like this where you're like, friends are your family totally. in a way where you're like I feel the same way like everyone's like oh yeah it'll be fine like I'll watch like my friend just had a baby two months ago she's like we're gonna share a nanny we're gonna do all this stuff and right. I'm like okay yeah like I guess that's like what we're whereas like my husband's family he they don't have any friends Jared's family is only they have the only family that's like the only people they hang out with ever is family people yeah so it's kind of weird it's like it, oh it's totally weird but <laughs> It's like very opposite because like we just had a baby shower with like not a single person related to us. Right. And that's because you know they I mean? don't live out here. And it's like and and it is this thing because Tiff and I always talk about it like you feel a little it feels a little punitive the way your family treats you when you move to the West. They're like, yeah, well, sorry, you're not around here anymore. So I gave your brother the comic <laughs> books. And it's like, wait a minute. What the fuck, man? Every and it's like, I'm, all, I'm like out there. I'm not asking you for anything. I'm not even leaning yeah. on you in any way. I'm out here completely on my own. I don't also need to be I don't need to like add a guilt trip on top. You yeah. Know? When they're my, every time there's a tiny earthquake, my mom's like, do you really want to stay out there? I'm like, I didn't even feel it. The subway is a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I actually love the subway, but like I could, a brick could fall on my head walking down the street <laughs> yeah. in New York I've city. Out, I've outgrown like, the subway. Yeah. I'm still down. <laughs> I still enjoy it, but I don't need it full time in my life anymore. Right. <laughs> but in terms of like danger, my mom's acting like I should run away from California because we're all in danger of this massive earthquake know, or whatever. I know. And, and it's, and it's, it's really funny. Like the amount of fights I have with my mom where I'm like, do you know I'm 37, right? <laughs> and then I'm like, you know I've been living in LA for six years. Why do you care today about something? And she's like, oh, you're not driving around on all these highways all the time, are you? It's That's like exactly. <laughs> my mom would go, when I lived in New York for 11 years, she goes, you're not taking the subway, are you? And I'm like, only seven times a day. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Actually, do you think Friday I'm, nights, I'm on it 12 times yeah. after midnight. <laughs> do you think I'm taking cabs everywhere? I mean, she, came, she lived in New York during like, 
the eighties of like the worst that the yes, subway could yes. be. Whereas so like for cartoon me, New York, yeah, yeah, for me, it's like she's watching her daughter like descend into hell every single day, yeah. six times a day. But I'm like surrounded by guys with like sleeveless yeah. denim jackets, like <laughs> trying to shove like, you into them. Yeah, <laughs> turf wars. Like yeah, and that's so funny. Your mom's like, you're not taking the highway, are you? You're like, well, actually, I live in West Hollywood. It's pretty locked. Yeah, I, I don't really need the highway. I'm mostly surface streets in every direction. Uh, but it, it it it's like one of those things where I'm like. And I, I miss having my brothers around. Mm. And but also now I feel like my family is solidifying more and more without me being part of it, which is kind of like a oh, weird dynamic yeah. where you come home and they're and it's like, hey, and they're like, hey, like we're, you know, we're like we're this is the thing we do now. Yeah, and they, they, they do like family, like birthdays, dinners and like Mother's Day lunches and stuff like that. And they put me on the email so I don't feel left out. And I'm uh, like, but I can't make it. So I know, like, that's so I crazy. mean, thank you for not making me feel left out but also i you're making me feel yeah, left out feeling left out now that <laughs> yeah. i know about it I yeah didn't... well that's like some mom shit it's like well they better at least know that yeah they're... exactly <laughs> just a reminder it's my, bro- my little brother was in the military in kuwait and they'd be like can you just put kevin on these emails i'm like for a brunch <laughs> I, he can't make it <laughs> like, let's not rub it in he's not gonna yeah. get it until like, like he should feel included yeah <laughs> it's not he's eating in a mess hall i've been to kuwait um yeah. Wait, so you you went to Kuwait? I did go to Kuwait. I went to Kuwait before my brother was even in the military to do stand up for the troops. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, How was that? It was really cool. Um, and then later when my brother was going, I was like, oh, I know exactly like where you're going. I know where you're staying. You're like, your brother's there. like uh, done with basic training, sent to Kuwait. And he's like, my sister actually told me about this. Place. You're like, your yeah. sister? It's like, she's a comedian. <laughs> it was so fun though. Like it was me and two other women. We did this like little tour to a bunch of different bases in Kuwait. And then at the end, they give you flyers and the guys like want you to sign the flyers and you're like, but I'm not famous. Like no one knows right. who the fuck I am. And then like a couple guys would be like, I've seen you on Saturday night live. And I'd be like, sure you have buddy. Like I would just <laughs> sign my name and be not like, say anything else. yeah, like I'm I don't want to, yeah, uh, thank you for wanna, your service. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know who you think I am, but here we go. Like, oh yeah. Who, who t- Tina Fey cause of glasses. Yeah. Like this was in 2009. I didn't even wear glasses yet. Um, and I like, Cecily Strong? Or no, no, this was 2011. Sorry. Yeah. So who was on? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying like, to guess. Who do you think I am? Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking of brunette. Like Kayla Watkins. <laughs> yeah, like, maybe. maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All compliments. She, but, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Never forget my classic yeah. character. You're Keenan, correct? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That was the one I didn't want to hear. <laughs> You're way off. <laughs> um, yeah, but that was like a. Oh, that a must fun have been thing. fucking cool as hell. Yeah, it was. It what, was neat. Um and. Your brother, so all your family lives on the East Coast now, though, yeah, right? Yeah, so. Are they all close together? Two of my siblings live in the in New York City, and uh, two live in Connecticut. So, yeah, yeah, pretty much. But when I I lived in the city and my brothers lived on Long Island, I saw them only, like, you know, once a quarter anyway, which was, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Even though they were 45 minutes away. But it was more like the random shit of like, Hey, you have a show Saturday night. Can we come in and crash at your apartment and go get wasted with you? Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. hell yeah. Well, my brothers are into comedy. So like they would like, they love coming oh, to my shows. Cool. Like Col- my brother, Colin, who's actually in his residency at Yale right now to be a doctor, like took a bunch of UCB classes and was really good at it and was kind of like, should I like pursue this or be a doctor? And we were all like, <laughs> look at Dr. Ken. I think he got a like, doctor first. I was like, you can see what I'm doing, yeah. <laughs> which is nannying and I'm on unemployment. But at the time, would you like to look at my direct deposit yeah. and a doctor's direct deposit before you exactly. decide? Let's like weigh all your options. Um, so anyway, so they, but they love comedy. So like they'll, they'll come into the sh- like city and well, the, if the ones that live in the city will obviously come and then, they just like always want to yeah. go see and stuff. Are you, are you getting back east enough to do shows where you're like, you yeah, kind of see, I uh, have to do shows until you know now. Yeah, well, because you can't fly. Yeah, right now. I can't fly anymore. So like, but I was there in January. I was there in December. I was there in like uh, August. Like I go a lot. So oh, that's fucking yeah. I how often do you get back? Not as much as I used to. I, I was going back a lot when I first moved out here because of like uh, MTV jobs. Oh, and that's stuff. right. Because I would see you. Stuff. We were like on a show together once when you were back, like right, working yeah, on something. Yeah, because. Yeah. I was coming back for guy code all the time. I was literally like, Oh, I'll, I can do ass cat next Sunday. You know, yeah, I'm and then be- younger too was out there. Right. Yeah, right. And yeah, I was yeah, doing yeah. younger and, and now I don't have, I don't even have work out here. Uh, <laughs> so I'm not even leaving this. Please room. give to the Patreon. Guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please <laughs> buy a t-shirt gamers.com slash shirts. Uh, um, the, uh, but like not going back East anymore. I'm like, and now I have two nephews. I'm like, 
missing. I, I like, yeah. want, I want to be the cool uncle. And like FaceTime and all that stuff feels like it's really good. But it feels it's like it's really good. Enough. And then when you go home, when you go home to visit, if like the last time me and Tiff went home, both of our nephews, b- both of my nephews were sick. Oh. And so they were like cranky and then they were like, didn't want to do anything, but mom, mommy, but this mommy. is like your only time. I'm, like, I'm here for 48 hours with your godfather. <laughs> Hang out with me. And he's like, mommy. I'm like, all right, fine. Forget it. I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm putting so much pressure on this. It's like a long distance relationship yeah. where you're like, it has to work you better not have your period yeah. when I visit. <laughs> I was just going to say that. The weekend has to be perfect. Oh my God. That's so funny. So many of my friends were in long distance relationships and they were like, dude, it's like really amazing. And I'm like, yeah, because you're going, you exclusively hang out on vacations. Yeah. yeah. Every weekend. Yeah. It's like, she's moving here. I'm like, okay, it's going to be different. Let me know. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. When people just do long distance and then get married, I'm like, Woo! Oh, yeah. My brother kind of did that. My youngest brother. I mean, they're great. They're having a baby. Like they're 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 good. But like they pretty much never lived in the same zip code and like got engaged. Was because he was in the military. Yeah, I mean, for, I think more. He's since left the military. He got married like two years ago and left the military right after. But like. I think it's because like everyone around him was married. Like you get married at 22 in the military. He right. got married at 27. He was probably like an old maid compared to all of right, them, you know, right, right. but him and his girlfriend at the time, now wife had like never lived in the same place. And I was like, is this a good idea? But I mean, they're great. But like, is a hard part of being the oldest. Uh, and especially if your family doesn't like leave town or pursue weird uh, careers and stuff where like, it's kind of like kind of hard on me and Tiff a little bit that like our younger brothers like all own homes and yes. like my youngest brother who is nine years younger than me <laughs> has a car owns two homes like, and has a kid coming and has yeah. a kid coming yeah. and I'm literally also have a kid coming and I'm like that's all I have <laughs> like, yeah. that's like, how we feel we're like so we lease crazy. our cars we rent our apartment yeah. my brother ha- owns cars has a house has two kids he's yeah. my young he's my little brother I was truly like we, we're, we're looking into investing some money or some savings and my dad was like ask Kevin I'm like he's so he's 29 <laughs> like but like he's ha- he has stocks. Like right. I don't know, I don't even know. Yeah, what I, just, I just got a savings account. Yeah. I'm 37. I think yeah. that's also a military thing. They just like grow up. So like they just they didn't. He didn't have like fun twenties of like getting blacked out every weekend. Like right. I he did. Didn't, uh, he didn't. You don't amass a lot of credit card yeah. debt living exactly. in the yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. So he's just like doing he didn't move great. to Williamsburg and collect unemployment for a year <laughs> exactly. like some of us fully. <laughs> um, so where that's like literally a career plan is like I remember like switching from being a PA to going on unemployment when I was like, it's a $40 a week pay cut. Uh, and I have, I go from working 60 hours a week to zero and I lose $40 the a week. The job that we met on when I got laid off there, I went on unemployment and got like a three hour a day nanny job. And I was like, this is the richest I've ever been. I was like, I'm getting, I know I'm getting paid under the table. This is all illegal. But like, yeah. I, I was like, oh, New York. Like, you're like, this is the city of dreams. You're getting a $340 a week check. And you're like, holy shit, I can live yeah, forever like exactly. this. Yeah. I remember it like, cause, uh, Unemployment, New York unemployment rules are if you do get paid over $400 in a week, it like punts it two weeks and it's kind of frustrating. So sometimes you would like pick up some little job or whatever. Fuck, this is going to fuck me over. But I didn't realize at the time is that that two weeks still gets added to your six months unemployment. So like, it's not like you use up, like you don't get a check for two weeks, but you will get two more checks at the the end. end. So I ended up doing one full year on and off unemployment. And it was the year I did like so much like work, like, uh, rehearsals, improv, uh, shows, just doing so much. And I'm like, Oh, I like lived the year truly like a transient. Yeah. Like I had an apartment, but <laughs> all of my money went to maintain that apartment. I would charge like drinks and collect cash from everyone. We we're out of bars. And yes. I just like left this one year of like living in the city is great. And then it's like $14,000 on a discover card. <laughs> Cause I keep jumping it to fucking save totally. APR. <laughs> so like, I'm a credit card leapfrogger extraordinaire. Oh, I'm finally it's, done with it. Oh, me yeah, too. Yeah. But that's how I got out of debt. Uh, for another podcast. Well, the, but- the, the real fucker of that is you do it a bunch of times, then you're like, should I do the math on what this 3% transfer fee is yeah. really doing to me? <laughs> when you're like, oh, I can pay the minimum for another 12 months if I just get this on a Discover. Yeah. I'm like, I'm the only 24-year-old with uh, two credit cards and a Discover card. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wait, did you, were you ever on unemployment when they were kind of making you fill out, they used to make you just fill out bullshit paperwork of all the jobs you'd applied to. So I would just fill out my friend's companies <laughs> and leave their phone numbers and be like, yeah, call my friend Jeanette and ask her if I came in for an interview or whatever, you know? And then I heard later, like they started adding, you had to go to like job fairs that like you had to like be at places I had to, to go check do, in. I, had, I got like, tried my best to avoid it, but I got pinged. At one time, yeah. and I had to go to like City Hall kind of thing in Brooklyn, like and, prove that you were trying. Yeah, and then like <laughs> meet with a an employment counselor, and like and the kind of people that are in those kind of lines are like, there's, I'm doing the le I'm doing the minimal scam of yeah. everyone there. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I feel better about this scam because it seems like everyone else is fucking totally. crazy. And like, there, what are they gonna? help you they're like so the job you'd like is actor right well that's the other thing too <laughs> so uh starbucks is hiring in that neighborhood <laughs> like, it was so complicated to explain too i'd be like i'm freelance like but i think that actually helped me because they couldn't like they can't tell you that your dreams are stupid right right they're, they, they're not stupid yeah. but they can't be like okay well that's unrealistic yeah. so let's talk about you well, doing yeah, data entry get, do you know what atrium staffing is attempting that's where i worked hell yeah atrium same here staffing. Same here. Oh, hell yeah. I did Atrium for a long time. That was my temp agency when I first, first moved to New York. Yeah, that's where I, I mean, I first, first moved to New York and that temp agency, I think I was at after I had met you and I was doing, <laughs> getting paid to do comedy and was like back or out the Still other side of that. Days. And I was like, oh. They sent me to Vanity Fair for a day, for two days. And I was, it was very Devil Wears Prada. Oh, I like showed up in my best khakis. It was like, I shouldn't be here. I got sent home from Goldman Sachs because they were like, uh, is there anything you could do about your hair? And it's like. <laughs> If would you go home and shave? I had like a mustache. And they're like, would you go home and shave your mustache and come back? What? And I was like, uh, I think I should quit this. Yeah. Another, I got a temp job one time uh, as the assistant to the principal. Uh, the principal. What are they called in colleges? Dean. The dean of Pratt. But it was over the summer, so he was never even in the office. So I used to just, I spent like, and I did the gig for like four weeks, and it would literally just be. Uh, yeah, no, the administration building is like answering one in-person question and then answering the phone and saying like, yes, I'll take him and just taking he's messages. Not home. Yeah. Taking messages. I did that job. I fucking like read the internet in like four <laughs> weeks. That, I mean, when I was at Albie, uh, sorry, when I was, at the, can we cut that out now? <laughs> when I was at the job that we met at. I remember just like getting to the end of all the blogs and being right. like, I've read all of the gossip. I finished I what would Tyler Durden yes, do? Pe exactly. Perez Hilton. I've done the superficial. <laughs> yeah. I've read, like I had the Google reader, which is now defunct that yeah. just like showed me all the blogs that I read, like I aggregate. Oh, I'm on feed feedly now, which oh, is that. Yeah. I got to get back on it. Yeah. I'm but still like, I was like, God, in 2008, which was kind of when blogs and like the 24 hour news cycle felt like it was really blowing up. Yeah. And celebrity like Britney Spears and Paris Hilton, and all those breakdowns. Star versus star. <laughs> um, no, you got like, it. <laughs> like I was just reading the Internet, like the entire Internet, like all day. It was and it was just so like, yeah, I, it was just I didn't even have Facebook yet. Yeah, then, no, I don't think I did yeah. either. Oh, there was, I got, I, I used to surf Craigslist for like entertainment type jobs and be like uh, looking for a writer. And, you know, I would every once in a while get a weird where I got paid a hundred dollars, put on like a wrestling singlet and like <laughs> scream some stuff into a camera. Like I was like, I don't know what this is. But one thing I got was like, we'll pay you for 25 cents per joke that you edit grammatically. We just have like this website full of jokes. And I was like, Oh, I wonder how many of these things, how long this would really take me. And I'm just sitting at the computer. So I start fucking around and just like editing these jokes for some like joke website. And I'm just adding commas and spaces and like, uh, and spell checking. Yeah. And I just, I did that on top of my temp job. Yeah. I did it like for like six hours a day and I made like another like 400 bucks a week. Just That's like typing wild. constantly. Yeah. Why, why, why did this website have a bunch of grammatically incorrect jokes? I think they were just taking like free submissions from people. So it would be, I, I would get to some and be like, I'd have to market. Well, that was a, Cool you're like, thing. this isn't a joke. This right? person well, doesn't to, speak English. Uh, yeah. I used to get to like, and you would get, still get 25 cents if you were like, this isn't a joke. So like, if you got like 10 in a row, you're like, I just made 250 wow. clicking at no editing. Just like not a Bad joke, joke, repeat, Bad offensive, joke. offensive, offensive, not English, offensive, not English. Offensive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, shit would all be a lot of stuff. I be bet. like, what do you call a pussy? It's like food. It's like, <laughs> what? 
<laughs> are you quick, quick question back to siblings? Are you closer with either brother? Not that this, this, that would be it. That's a loaded question. If they listen to your pod. No, they, well here, great benefit of being the forgotten child. <laughs> nobody no, does. Nobody listen. <laughs> nobody in my family listens to my podcast. It's insane. I've had fucking almost 200 episodes. They haven't listened to one. <laughs> I have three podcasts. I have like over 600 episodes of podcasting and they've never listened to one. <laughs> so funny. It's crazy. I mean, this is the same family that would rarely ever get to a comedy show in New York despite living right, 40 living minutes right away. There. <laughs> exactly. Living a, as far of a ride from we their house. We don't know house. what you're doing, Johnny, but <laughs> yeah. we wish you the best. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know, Johnny, you know, comedy, whatever you want to do, bro. I, I can't be there. Um, it was such a fucking, uh, but, oh, so am I closer to either of them? N- no, but, we do have our separate, like what me and my one brother shit talk about. Like we, we have like, we have like uh, deeper similarities. Like me and one brother are sort of more responsible or more adult yeah. than the youngest one. So we kind of shit on him for that. But me and the youngest one are very laid back. Okay. And like very chill to and be the around. One and the middle one is super tightly tight. wound. So we shit on him for that. And then those two guys shit on me for being like a weird California hipster <laughs> okay. who's like, and who's fat and <laughs> gross. Like that's like, so we all have like, we, 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 we spread it around. Like, <laughs> Are uh, they like skinny dudes? They're both absolutely like my middle brother is shredded like jacked like Whoa. really cut my other brother is like a, a bodybuilder he's like huge what? and buff yeah wow yeah it's crazy so i'm like working out this year just for like when i go to see them for the christening i'm like i gotta look fucking i gotta be like that's like so much pressure <laughs> yeah. thank god no one in my family hey sibs if you're listening i'm really glad none of you keep up <laughs> athletically with yeah, anything my middle brother has two kids and he's like i got up at 4 30 a.m to go to the gym it's the only thing like it's the he, only time I get like time away. On well, my he own. also he's like he's getting to be like a little older and understanding like mental health and stuff. And he's yeah. like, it makes me feel better if I get to work yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. And wow, yeah. Oh, that's a turn I only made this year, which is crazy. I'm 37, and I just realized that like how much exercise benefits me. Totally. Because I would always be like, I don't care if I'm ripped or whatever. But it does make you feel good. It makes like, you feel better. It makes you smarter, I feel like. It yeah. makes me think like my brain is working better. I'm more confident. Jared like does so much better like when he's working out right. like a few and, times a week. And like, it's so easy to like fall off of it. But then it's so low priority when you've got all this other shit going. And then when you start adding it, you're like, oh, right. I used to, and I, I think I've been, I said this on my own podcast a thousand times, but it's so, it's new information to me. When people used to go like, I need to run, just like get my head right. I'd be like, you're a fucking yeah. freak. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, <laughs> but get lost, you loser. And now I'm like, shit, dude, if I don't exercise for like three days, I start to get like in a funk. And I'm like, yeah. I didn't realize how much work I was doing for my mental health at yeah. the time. Yeah. And physically like my husband, like his back will start to hurt if he like goes a few weeks without like working out. He's right. like, my back, like, I don't know. Like, oh, it turns out just sitting to- and laying yeah. and eating are not the best. <laughs> Staring for- at your computer, <laughs> right. your phone. Um, yeah. So, but wait, your youngest brother is a bodybuilder. Well, like, he's not competitively. No, 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 no. He just is like, looks like one. Uh, uh he's just is like his a neck, like super thick. No, he's just like a huge buff dude. And he's, uh, both of my brothers are all covered in tattoos too. Wow. Yeah. It's very weird. I'm like, like, I look like, I, I look less like a brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. Do you have I, tattoos? What? I have one. We all have this one. Oh, you all, that's Long Island. Yeah. We all have Long yeah. Island on our bicep. Uh, my middle brother is, uh, full sleeves on both arms. Full sleeves. Yeah. On one arm and then getting the other one done. Yeah. And then my youngest brother, we got our first tattoo together. All three of us got this tattoo together. My middle brother had a few already. When we got this tattoo was, I was 35. So it was two years ago. Got my first tattoo at 35. My youngest brother got his first tattoo in the two years since he now has 10. Wow. Yeah. People say it's addictive. He, my, I have zero, but like, do you think you're going to get more? I see the thing is I have bad taste and I know I have bad taste. So like, I, like, I don't think I'll ever get more, but right. I, I also kind of, there's part of me in my head. That's like, I'm going to be a successful actor. I don't know if I can have like wor- right. words and shit all over right. my body. But part of me is like, at some point when I'm my English teacher in Marina Del Rey, I'll just fucking <laughs> have just full sleeves. Do it. <laughs> um, what's the like appeal of full sleeves? Like from your, like, cause I was talking about this with Jared. Like we were talking about, um, how, I guess we have a few friends that love tattoos and stuff. And a lot of them are like from the South or they're from like not progressive areas of the country. And they're like, in a way, this is like kind of something that like tells people like who I am. Like I'm not racist. I'm not into like old school value. Like I'm not into Confederacy or whatever. Like I'm like, 
progressive. And I don't think that's true of someone that's like from like Long Island, but right. maybe that's, you know, well, I think, I think you start getting a couple of tattoos, then you start really liking it. And then you're like, Oh, now it looks weird. Cause I have like four on this arm and you, I need and to you get, don't it, like it needs the to be a little cohesive. In yeah, between. Yeah. Okay. So then he got stuff redone to make it more cohesive. But also I think, you know, people who like who work in jobs with shirt and ties, right. Full sleeves are like complete, like a way to be, absolutely rebelling but not but, but without damage your, yeah underneath your joseph a bank yeah underneath down. underneath the suit you have to wear to work <laughs> then you can wow. come home and you can come home on the weekends change into a t-shirt or at night change your t-shirt and be yourself you know like be more wow, wow, demonstrate wow. who you are yeah. what do they do your brothers one's a nurse and one's a vice principal wow which is the vice principal the one with the sleeves yeah yeah that would be cool. Right, it's very cool. Of what, middle or high high school? Uh, elementary, elementary school. Elementary. Yeah, he's an elementary principal. Uh, I bet you if the kids get like a glimpse, they're like, did you know Mr. Gabriel has fucking full tattoos? <laughs> yeah, sleeves? I know, I wonder. Uh, and Tiff's brothers are, one is a cop and one works on the railroad. We literally have like, for like like Lego job sibling, you know what I mean? Like we go home and they have like a job that they can explain. Like my brother's like, I'm a nurse. No one asks. And you know, like Tiffany's like, I work in marketing, and I'm like, I podcast. It's like, <laughs> it's like no one can even articulate this. It's like there's no podcasting That's Barbie, so funny. but there's like definitely nurse, teacher, cop, and exactly. like it's like the most obvious jobs. Oh my god, <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. And it's like all four of those jobs, like majorly help society. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, oh, I market exclusive streaming platform. I just talk in my <laughs> office. I uh, <laughs> spend a lot of days justifying why I'm allowed to smoke weed. <laughs> That's great. Um, uh, Kara, you are undefeated as my dad. <laughs> King of the segues. <laughs> talk to us a little bit about your album, which by is out today it's when out we're today. recording. So it's out now while you're listening yes, to this. Yes, if you're listening. some This is not going to come out before today. So. Yes. <laughs> Either way, it's available. It's available. It's on iTunes um, and it's called Undefeated. It's my first stand-up album. I recorded it at the UCB East. RIP. Oh, hell yeah. RIP Beast. RIP Beast. Yeah. Um, but that's like where I've run a stand-up show for like seven years. So I uh, thought it'd be fun to go do it. If you build it. it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and If You Build It still exists in New York at the new UCB space at subculture. Oh, nice. Um, if you're ever in New York and want to catch a comedy show, uh, but I run it with a booker from here. I live <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And yeah, first album, it's number two on iTunes today. So that's pretty fun. Hell yeah. So, uh, yeah, buy it or I think you can stream it too. I'm spent on Pandora or Spotify. And oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, li just listen to Please. it for free or pay for it. <laughs> I have I'm a gonna... baby to support. <laughs> yes, yeah. Help young telly here. <laughs> and, uh, where are you on uh, social media? If people want to, my name is K A R A K L E N K. And that's me on Twitter, Insta, Facebook. Yeah, so tweeted us any of like uh if anyone has more than six siblings or like i'm very curious like and definitely tweeted us um the alliances of your childhood yes. like in your in family alliances that's a very a much a topic i'm curious yeah about. six is like a lot today i feel like three or was a lot my when i was growing up i think like three is like a lot now three seems like i think three when is you a think lot of for how much colleges yeah, yeah i think for our world where people are like right i'm not, i can't have three and then kids there's the yeah yeah <laughs> right right exactly it's like i can't send three kids to the private school because i decided to live in this neighborhood the only neighborhood i can afford right. in, in the city <laughs> oh it doesn't happen to have the best schools um that uh well clank thanks for coming on thank this you was so, so much exciting. for having yes, me and con congratulations and good luck you gotta telly is dying to come on as soon as he's born <laughs> we'll have you and telly on in the new year <laughs> <laughs> this is the only podcast where i've revealed the name telly oh the okay only one. top so, secret top top se this is you get this is exclusive content on high and mighty oh uh, i can't um isn't it weird that a huge thing is when your child is born someone's going to have to look directly at the genitals and answer a question. <laughs> can I see your child? Can I see my uh, son or daughter's genitals? Yep, yes. Perfect. Got, got it. it. <laughs> Thank you. Now I know the gender. <laughs> and then we have to decide if we want to circumcise. Oh my God. Well, if it's a girl, that decision is better. <laughs> you know, these, a these African warlords have some good ideas. They do. They do. <laughs> uh, all right. Bye shitheads. That was a HeadGum Podcast.